the energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. So the other week, I posted on my Instagram stories, and I dropped a questions box. And I basically asked you guys for upcoming podcast episodes for upcoming YouTube videos, Instagram stories, content, all things like that. What do you want to know? What are you feeling like you're really needing lately? And I had quite a few people ask about building a team what that process looks like, how do you know when you're ready to build a team, things like that. So I wanted to record a really quick episode just sharing my experience and my insights with building a team because I finally feel like after two and a half years in business, I have a rock solid team full of women I adore, I appreciate, they really, really are invested in the brand and the mission and systems are smooth and everything is smooth. But let me tell you, (laughs) it wasn't always this way. So you know, when I was first starting to decide on my first hires, I will be super honest with you guys and let you know that what was presented to me was kind of like business in a box. And it was basically like, hire all the contractors, hire everyone for every moving piece, have a huge, huge team. That's the way to success. And so I tried to do that. And about a year ago, I was in a position where I was just hiring for every single, it was almost like shiny object syndrome with hiring. And a few things happened. (laughs) One was my business model became way more complicated than it actually was. And I was like, I feel way more stressed out with all of these team members than I felt before with just having, you know, a few key players on the team. And so one, it ate into my profit. Two, it caused a lot of stress. Three, I wasn't ready or able to support this big team. And that was something that was really hard for me. I had to have a lot of hard conversations of like, this just isn't, you know, the way that I want to build my team. It's not fair to you. I had to release a lot of relationships. Luckily, everyone was so understanding. And I wanted to give you guys this backstory because like anything else in business, you're going to make mistakes. And I see a lot of people, especially my clients (laughs) that are like, I'm so nervous to hire because I don't want to make a wrong hire. I don't want it to not work out. I don't want to feel disappointed. And, you know, the reality is like, there's a chance that you might. And it's okay. It's okay. It's part of the process. And if you can have the openness and honesty and communication to have those conversations when you're feeling like things aren't working out or fitting your business well then you're going to be fine and you're going to get through it and you're going to learn from it. So I kind of wanted to give you that backstory because today I have, like I said, a really beautiful team, but it was a journey to get here. And I learned a lot of tough lessons and I spent a lot of money, to be honest with you. And I had a lot of hard conversations. So my first piece of advice, because someone asked me, how do you know 
when you're actually ready to hire a team member. And I think the same is true for anything in business. You're never ready. Ready is a mindset. It's not a circumstance. And so I recommend doing many things in business before you feel quote unquote ready. They tell you the same thing when it comes to having a baby. I said my whole life, I'm going to wait to, you know, talk about pregnancy until I feel ready. And we got to the season of life and I was like, ready is a scam. (laughs) It's not real. And the same is true for so many things in business. So what I want you to know about building a team is it's an investment. So many times I see people looking at growing their team as an expense. I'm losing money. You know, we're so quick to drop thousands of dollars on coaches and mentorships, which I totally get and I do myself, but we need to look at a team, building a team as the same investment. You're getting your time back, you're getting your money back, and it's so much easier when you can have a group of people who genuinely support your work and want to see you be successful. That was another big lesson I learned when I was hiring was I wanted people on my team who were genuinely wholeheartedly behind the mission of Aligned and Ambitious. They loved what I stood for. They aligned with my values. We were all on the same page. We wanted to create that ripple effect. Having those people on your team makes all of the difference. So when it comes to hiring, what is the first thing you should do? What's the first thing you could look at? I recommend making a list, whether this is your fifth hire or your first hire, Make a list of everything that you are still doing in your business that's outside your zone of genius. So anything admin, anything client care, anything outside of the work that you do, make a list of all of those things. And then from there, you're going to have this massive list. And maybe an example is managing failed payments or editing podcast episodes or scheduling social media content or creating a client calendar for the month or dumping client call recordings into a Google Doc or Kajabi or whatever, sending out your newsletter, all of the little things. And this is helpful either way. Maybe you're not quite at the at the stage yet where you're ready to bring someone on board officially, but this gets you thinking of what are all of the moving pieces that, you know, take my business to operate and function. And so once you have that list, then I want you to break it down into two lists. So you're going to take everything that's on that massive list. And then you're going to decide which of these tasks are my least favorite slash most time consuming. And what are some of them that I enjoy doing or are, are relatively quick? So when I was going through this list last year, one of the things that stories, making feed graphics, I love that. I absolutely love that task. I still freaking love it to the day. It doesn't take me a long time. It is something that I can really like get get a creative outlet through. And so I get asked constantly, who who makes your feed graphics? I'm like me, (laughs) because that's a task that I really wanted to hold on to because it was very energizing to me. And that's kind of another thing I want to say is 
there's going to be a lot of people giving you advice on building your team. And they're going to say, you know, outsource everything, get everything off your plate. There have been things in my business that I genuinely enjoy doing that I've chosen to hang on to. And maybe I won't be married to them forever. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to make my my feed graphics forever. But for this season in life and business, that's like the one thing I held on to, because I enjoyed it. So that's something to think about too. You know, when it comes to building your team, you have to build it for you. You have to build it for your company. You have to build it for what feels aligned for you. Just like anything else in business, building a team is not one size fits all. Okay, I had to interrupt this episode because I have something so freaking excited to share with you. I have the answer to your launch prayers. Launch Party Week on demand is here. Launch Party Week is basically a jam-packed crash course on profitable and fun launches. We are covering everything from innovative offers, magnetic marketing, high-level launch strategies, what to do if something isn't going according to plan, and quite literally everything in between. These five trainings are delivered through a private podcast feed. I'm so excited about this. You can binge and listen to these on the go, on demand, at your convenience, and it's completely freaking free. So go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash on demand to get the link sent right to your inbox. So start with that list of, okay, here are the things that are outside my zone of genius and also the things that I don't necessarily love and take up a lot of time. So the things that came up for me, for example, was our client support inbox, logins, missed place, questions about programs, failed payments, everything like that. That was like the number one thing that I wanted to offboard all of the admin type of work not my zone, not something I enjoy. It's not even something that necessarily needed to take a long time, but it took me a long time because I just didn't like that work. And so then the question became, well, who's this position? And I think it's really important to build out positions for what you're looking for, right? We're in an industry where it's like, okay, there's copywriters, there's VAs, there's tech VAs, there's, you know, web designers. And it's like, there's these different categories of people you can bring on your team. But what I want you to know is you could build your own category too. And you can bring someone on your team and morph them into a position that makes sense for them and fulfills them and also makes sense for your company and helps things run a lot smoother. And so when I first hired my, I went through, I had two assistants before I had the assistant I have now who started as an assistant, then moved up to an executive assistant and is now really taking on the business manager slash client manager position in my business. And so we allowed her position to kind of transform and morph as she was growing on the team, as she was expressing to me the different things that she liked and that she was good at and and where I saw her strengths too. So paying attention to that is so important because I could have been like, okay, I have my assistant. Now I need a client manager. Now I need a business manager. I could have brought all these other people on the team. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't have made the most sense. So 
really pouring into the people that you are hiring is key. So my second piece of advice, you guys, be freaking patient. This was a lesson that I learned the hard way. I expected people to come on my team and to automatically think like me, automatically make decisions like me, automatically do things the way that I would do them. And when that wasn't the case, I would feel frustrated. I'd feel like, what am I doing wrong? And I wasn't leading them. I wasn't giving them the resources they need. I wasn't giving them the context they need. I expected them to just come on the team and know everything. And I kind of had this come to Jesus moment thinking about the jobs that I've had before starting my own business as an employee and being like, if I just got thrown into the ringer like that with no training, with no onboarding, with no support, I'd be fucking floundering. I'd be like, I don't fucking know what to do. Um, So this was a big realization for me where I took a step back and I started to downsize my team to say, I want to make sure every single person that comes on my team gets my full attention and I'm patient and I'm investing in them and I'm, I'm setting them up for success, essentially. I'm giving them what they need to be successful and to grow on the team. And as soon as I flipped that mindset and had that moment, like I said, my team transformed and I started to promote from within and create these different roles for people after really getting to know them and seeing their strengths and things like that. But I think another thing that's so important is communication. Because if something that this is where I struggled, right? It was like, someone wouldn't do things the way that I wanted to do them. And I would be like, I'll just doing it myself is easier, (laughs) quote unquote, easier than explaining to them why it wasn't, you know, what I would have done. And so that was another thing that I kicked myself in the ass for too. It was like, no, I need to explain to them. I need to take the time. I need to explain to them. I need to communicate with them. And guess what? They're going to do it right the second time. So there was a lot of mindset shifts that I I had. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not an HR expert. <laughs> you, you know, these are things that I learned as I went and I figured out along the way and you will too, but I'm hoping that this episode, you can go into it with a different mindset and be more prepared than I was prepared. And like I said, you know, the people that I was following, the people that I was working with early in the day, it was like a business in the box, hire all the people, do all the things, pay the premiums. I was spending so much in team expenses at one point in my business and feeling so fucking stressed out because I was just presented with a list of referrals. I wasn't given the resources I needed to actually be a good leader and be a good boss. And at the end of the day, when I'm assessing my values and what's really important to me is I want people to want to be on my team. I want people to enjoy working for Aligned and Ambitious. That's so important to me. I literally just texted my executive assistant maybe last week, and we just hit some major milestones in the business. And I was like, look, I want to get on a call because I just want to pay you more. She wasn't asking for it. (laughs) But I was like, I just want to pay you more. I appreciate you so much. The business is growing, you're growing within the business, I want to make sure that you're feeling supported and compensated and happy and fulfilled. And she was like, so, so grateful. And those are the things that's so fulfilling to me that at this point in my business with the team that I have, 
I'm able to do that. And it's because along the way, I focused on building a business and a team that was right for me and for where my business is going. I know a lot of people that have 20, 30 team members, and it works amazing for them. I tried that. (laughs) At one point, I think I had like 10 or 11 people working on my team. It wasn't necessary. And so now I have a few key players who are absolutely excellent at what they do. And neither is right or wrong. But it is about figuring out what works for you. And like I said, I had shiny object syndrome of like, oh, having a big team makes me it makes me more successful or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, even saying that out loud and recording this episode, I'm like, I can't even believe that season in business was just like a year, a year and a half ago. We've grown so much. And so I really want you guys to take away the biggest, biggest things is a team is an investment. You're going to invest your money and invest your time, invest your time into them, pour into them, set them up for success, have open lines of communication always and be patient with that process. And especially, especially if they are your first few hires, it's likely that you don't have systems and you don't have SOPs. And that was the case for me when I was bringing on my assistant, we were co-creating together. And so, you know, there were gaps, there were things that fell through the hole, because we were both learning at the same time. And so preparing for that, having patience, having communication, having, you know, regular touch points, making sure they feel supported, you feel supported, all of those things come into play. Starting with, you know, the list of things outside of your zone of genius that take a long time, and that are more draining to you than anything, start there, hire there. These positions, like I said, can transform into other positions that might suit your business better. Communication is huge. And be patient with yourself, too. This is a learning experience. We've all been in, you know, maybe sales conversations or launches or tax seasons or whatever, where we've made mistakes in our business. It's just a part of the territory. And building a team is no different. But I really encourage you to be in it for the long haul, not the quick fix and pour into the people who are pouring into you. So hopefully this episode gave you some insight on when to hire, how to hire, what to look for, what to think about, what to consider. And that's all I got for you guys for this week's episode. So let me know if this was helpful. Let me know if you loved it. If there is a specific episode or YouTube video or something that you want me to touch on or answer, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. Let me know and we will make sure that we get that out for you. So have an amazing rest of your week and I will catch up with you guys so soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.